The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A number of years ago in the tri-state area, there was a young person, a young man, a young fellow who was learning. He was so extraordinary in every possible area. He actually went for a Bechina to be tested by Rabbi Yechanan Vosner, a tzaddik, a tzaddik of a yid. I subsequently found out, as I'd been saying the story, he was tested on Dalit Chelke Shulchan Aruch, which means all of Shulchan Aruch, everything inside and out, he knew it perfectly. Rabbi Yechanan Vosner never met, he was in the Shtoimim, he was incredulous, he never met someone as accomplished, as complete, as whole as this young man. He said to him, I'd like to meet your father. A meeting was set up between this special person's father and Rabbi Yechanan Vosner, and Rabbi Yechanan Vosner said, tell me, was your son always like this? He's like a superstar of epic proportions. In every area, hasmada, diligence, kishroinus, abilities, midas, fine character traits, avoida, prayer, everything. He's just in a league by himself. Was he always like this? And the father said, no, he was a very, very wonderful boy growing up, but he wasn't always like this. So what happened? He told Rabbi Yechon Vosner, it happened one day in yeshiva a number of years ago. My son was a bocher in yeshiva. It was a regular Monday or Thursday where they take out the Torah. You know how it works. There are three aliyahs. Then Hagbo Galila, they lift up the Torah, they wrap it up, and that's it. My son got called up for Hagba to lift up the Torah. And he walked up, and as my hands are indicating, he picked it up and he did a reverse Hagba. If you're not familiar, reverse Hagba is when you pick up the Tyra backwards and it's completely flipped around. The only day it's done, the only day, is Simchas Tyra, either to distribute the weight or to fulfill the Enechol Yisrael. Everybody should see the letters on the outside. It is never, ever, ever done any other day, period. My son did it. And when Davening finished, the Rosh Hashiva called over my son and said, you're such a good boy. Why did you do that? As soon as you did that, all of the Bachram, the boys, started to tumble, which means they started to talk about you and murmur what you did and a reverse Hagba. It became the talk of all the Bachram. Why'd you do that? And my son told the Rosh Hashiva, I'm sorry, but I had to. The boy who got the last Aliyah Shlishi, right before I was called up, had a terrible, terrible, painful stutter. And when he made the concluding bracha after his aliyah, it took what seemed like an endless amount of time. It was so painful for him. It was difficult for him. It was hard to listen to. It was a terrible, terrible stutter. And when he finally finished that bracha, all the bachrim were talking about what just happened. They started to speak about what just occurred and how embarrassing it must have been and how painful it must have been. He was the center of their talk. And then I got called up for Hagba. And as I walked up to the Torah on the drop of a dime, I said to myself, I need to do something quick that will distract and divert all the attention of the Bachrim off the person who stuttered so they'll talk about me. I need to do something quick so they don't focus and talk about him, but they'll focus and talk about me. And guess what? 
I did a reverse Hagba and it worked. They started to talk about me. I became the center and the focus of all of their conversation and they no longer spoke as or spoke about the one who stuttered. He turned to Rabbi Yechonon Vazor, the father said, I want you to know, on that day that my son did the reverse Hagma, or we could say, built the Chayma, created an Ishama, let somebody know that he cared, essentially told a fellow Bachar, I'm here for you. On that day, I quote, Niftuchu lebini kol share shemayim. Every gate in heaven opened for my son on that day. I had spoken on this topic. And when I finished, a Rebbe came over to me. He was from the West Coast. He was from Los Angeles. And he shared with me a story I'll never forget. All it takes is a little support. He commented how six years prior, he had been walking to shul one morning, his tefillin and talis under his arm to go to Davin. And across the street in the opposite direction was a teenager. He had never met the teenager before, but you don't pass anybody and ignore them. Don't ignore anybody. So he turned to the teenager with a love in his voice and said, Hey, good morning, young man. How you doing? You have an amazing smile. That was it. What did that take? Two seconds? And he went to Davin. He went to yeshiva, afternoon, he's home at night, there's a knock on the door, he opens it up, and it's a teenager from the morning. Other than the brief encounter, he never met the boy. The boy says, can I come in? I don't know who you are, but I tracked down where you davened. I found out based on your description, your name, your address, do you have a minute to talk? And the Rebbe said, of course. And the boy started to sob, and these were the words he said. I'm embarrassed to tell you, Rebbe. But when I passed you this morning and you were going to Davin, I was in the opposite direction. I was actually going to end my life. I didn't feel that life was worth living. I'm always ignored. My life is in a shaman, no support. I was on my way to end my life. And all of a sudden, you turned to me and said, Hey, how you doing? Good morning. You have an amazing smile. I stopped. You validated and recognized me? Or as we said a moment ago, a little support could create an ashama. I decided life is worth living if you feel that way about my smile. And so through his tears, he said to the Rebbe, thank you for saving my life. They became chavrusas. They've been learning together for six years when the Rebbe shared with me the story. So I think we could say quite literally, with a little support, figuratively and literally, you create and keep an Ashama alive. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.